Hey, Chris. Hey. You want to taste the rainbow? I do. <laughs> I always do. There's a start for a podcast. Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. Join the conversation at BSR Podcast on Facebook and at Radio underscore Sheep on Instagram and Twitter. I am Ben. I'm Chris. Uh, it's Black Sheep Radio, and I just yanked out of nowhere uh, a tiny little bowl of uh, my favorite, ca- well, one of my favorite candies. Uh, I'm a Skittles man. Um, purple bag. Fabulous purple bag. Yeah, I was going to say, because this flavor is pretty fucking good. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I don't know what that was. Mm. I don't think I usually go for the red bag. I guess you are my dream guy. You're you're my dream guy. If I'm a pitch man, you know, like little fat guy who does A and W, right? I would. I do see the resemblance. Yeah, well, exactly. And, and but no, you'd be the perfect guest for that pitch man because you know you'd be like, hey, what do you what do you think of the new meatless burger? It's like fucking beef is what I think. <laughs> wow, what a review for a skittle. Well, and I'm also always hungry. So mm-hmm. like if somebody if somebody shoves mystery meat in my face, mm-hmm. you know, with reason in the middle of the street. I mean, you know. Do you have like a snack food where do you have a, a kryptonite like in social settings, Chris, somebody puts out a bowl of insert snack here? And suddenly you realize you haven't spoken to a person in the room, but you ate half a bowl of what? I'm like that for a lot of things. Mm. Um, I love pretzels. I know. Mm. It's kind of an it's kind of an old man. My God, the same thought just came to my head. Yeah. That's an old man snack. It's an old man snack, but you know, it's it's survived thousands of years mm-hmm. for a reason. Right. Um, yeah, I, I love... My God, I suddenly have a vision of you somewhere in the future. You're sitting in a recliner, and next to you is a big bowl of nuts, and you're cracking walnuts. That's, I haven't gotten the walnuts yet. I guess maybe at my... That's an old man snack, too. Once the clock strikes 11. Yeah. I remember my grandfather, God rest his soul, just before he uh, passed away one of our last Christmas Eves together, we'd always get together and watch Scrooge, right? And uh, it, it was kind of cool because it, it, my, my grandfather became a timer of sorts. Uh, at the start of Scrooge, he would crack a walnut. And by the time Scrooge was over, he was done the walnut. He <laughs> took them all as Scrooge to eat one walnut. How? Like, why? why well, because, you know, his, his teeth were going and he was kind of losing it, too. But we'd all, you know, we all noticed it's like. That's it. You know, you get to like the ghost of Christmas future and, and, and you know, you're feeling all warm and, and festive and you will like and all of a sudden you realize, holy shit, he's on that fucking walnut still. <laughs> oh, my God. And it becomes more of a show than the movie. That that I would oh I would God. watch. Here I would... comes Mrs. Dilber the morning after. Scrooge realizes he's still alive and granddad's still eating that fucking walnut. <laughs> yeah. Just as the credits rolled, he finished. Huh. Yeah. That's amazing. Skittles are good. No, Skittles are insane. Uh, kind of. These are the kind of bowls that you put out at uh, at birthday parties. I would say so. Um, at least if it's a good birthday party, you know. And is that at a birthday restaurant by chance? Yeah. So last week we were chatting a little bit at the end of um, at the end of the episode about our uh, ideal birthday restaurant. I think mm. everybody has one. Well, has or has had. Yeah. Adam, as a kid, I haven't, in my adult life, I haven't had a birthday restaurant. Mm, that's interesting. Do you feel like your life is in, somewhat incomplete or your birthday no. is somewhat incomplete? No. Because you don't have one? no, I don't. That's good. But I do fondly remember uh, birthday parties at Zappy's Pizza on Dunn Street in Niagara Falls. What's so special about Zappy's? Zappy's was just like, you know, this, sorry, uh, old man Ben here. This is like, you know, mid-70s, man. Uh, there, there's no... Pizza Hut or anything like that. It was just all independent mom and cho- mom and pop pizza shops. You know what I mean? There was Napoli's and there was this and that. This is before pizza became a, a chain thing. So mm. Zappy's had the best pizza. Cool and good video games. Sweet. Yeah, man. I mean, the pizza place and video games. It seems like it's died out a little bit now, but it's every uh, every movie that bit. I yeah yeah. <laughs> I mean now it's now it's just bad pizza. For, now you for just go to Pizza Hut and, and there's a table of ten with eight kids and nobody's talking. They're all looking at their phones. I can't complain also because nowadays I just order pizza to my house mm. and play video games at my house and I don't have to talk to anybody. So that sounds like a good birthday to me, anyways. Um, some of the people, uh, real, we got a lot of people weighing in on what their ideal 
um, birthday. Yeah, on the Facebook page. What, start spouting them off. Jeff Monroe said, "Fucking Denny's," and I don't know if that's different than wow. regular Denny's, but he, but. Buddy, you know how to celebrate, man. It's pretty. Take yourself out to Denny's. Yeah, Valentino's. Uh, What's Christmas time? Is it at Husky? (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) That was was awful. But come on, treat yourself better than Denny. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Grand Slam's not bad, though. Sometimes you just need it. Well, Um, Jeff Unwell. Hmm? Jeff, hey, Jeff. Hamburger on Ottawa Street. Have you ever been to Hamburger? Oh. My favorite burger joint in Hamilton. It's a good spot, eh? H-A-M-B-R-G-R. Go yeah. there. They have... It's so good. The, I went to that same one on Ottawa Street over the summer. I haven't been to that one. I'm only in the one on King William. But it's good. Oh yeah, it's God. the same. You know, it's the same. But they have Caesars there. Like, obviously, a lot of restaurants. But this is one of the best Caesars I've ever had. And it had, like, a duck wing just attached to the side of it. Like a, Yeah, like a they're duck. adventurous and shit like yeah. that. I love that place, man. I have made love to food. <laughs> Sweet love. <laughs> the mule... Meal's good. Yeah, meal's a good one. Been there. Um, And we also got, I think, the most overwhelming um, answer, shared answer, Mm -hmm. is home. And more specifically, a home-cooked meal from either the somebody cooking you a meal or, in what I don't, I don't really understand this but a lot of people said that um, Emmeline, I I think that's how you pronounce it. Do you know? Yeah, yeah, Emmeline. She she said that. She cooks a meal for herself on her birthday, which I can't really understand. Like I, 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 when it's my birthday. Well, it depends. If if you're by yourself, then damn, yeah, make yourself a fine meal. Sure. Do that every fuck your birthday. Do that every day. If you live on your own, listen. As a man who has been married for twenty years and I have kids in their mid twenties, Jesus. If I lived alone, I would cook myself beef fucking Wellington every day. <laughs> Um, yes. You wouldn't be alone for long if you cooked beef Wellington every day. I'd say that. Um, That's true. But on, there's what no, do like, I care? I don't have to leave it to anybody or anything. I'm by myself. <laughs> like I don't know. There've been a lot of really strong opinions shared on our Facebook page about um, Argo Mike. I'm looking at you. Yeah. Um, just yeah. in general, but I don't think I've disagreed with one more than than the the, the I'm cooking myself a meal on my own birthday. Really. I, that's like, goes against everything that I believe about birthdays. You're kidding. No, I don't do anything on my birthday. I refuse to do anything. If I need, if I'm alone, I'm ordering something, you know, I'm not, I'm not cleaning. I'm not, I'm not doing any chores. I wouldn't even check the mail. Like if I had, if I had an important, if I had an important letter that I was waiting on and it didn't show up on my birthday, and there was a very real possibility okay. Okay. that okay. life-changing news could come via the mail on my birthday. I wouldn't wouldn't even check the mail. I'm like, I understand. No. You refuse to do everything on your birthday, include celebrating. Is, <laughs> is, is kind of how I'm reading this right I now. I think celebrating. But, 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 but before I say that, sure. that, that, that is your celebration, yes. ultimately. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of like me and Father's Day. Mm. It's one day a year where I don't want to see my freaking kids. Hmm. Get out of the house. That's hilarious. I spend the other 364 taking you to this and that and chilling out money. And you used to leave shit in my couch, like your socks and stuff. Get out. It's Father's Day. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of dads like that, trust me. Yeah. I, I get it. I, I mean, I, I've never experienced it, but I can imagine, you know? Yeah. I'm just like that on every other day. I'm just like, just get out of it. Let's just leave me alone, please. Right. So, Okay, so now, do you do you, you have a birthday restaurant or do you eat at home? Are you, um, which one are you? Well, it changes because I go through, like, if I find a restaurant. Clearly, you're, really not like, you're not cooking. No. If I find a restaurant that I really, really like, yeah. I usually go all the time and then I wear it out. So my birthday restaurants have evolved over time. Um, I originally it was Osmo's shawarma would be like without with a bullet. I don't huh. know if you've ever had Osmo's before. Um, there's a couple in town now. Um, highly, highly recommend it. Um, it's the best shawarma place I've ever had. I I've been to a lot of shawarma well, places. This is more of a just a great restaurant. This isn't necessarily a birthday restaurant. Or do you only go to this place on your birthday? Oh, that I only go on my birthday? No, I don't know. I I so I won't save. A restaurant specifically for my birthday. Okay. But I will make sure I go to a specific restaurant on my birthday. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I have a favorite restaurant that I love, I'll make sure on my birthday I'm also going there, too. 
Hmm. Do you know what I mean? Okay. Like a lot of people on our Facebook. I, page. I don't. I only. Well, I, I wouldn't say I don't know what you mean, but I'm a stay-at-home guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I dig I, it. I, I, I want to eat. Exactly. See, that's the thing Amanda and I have between each other. I make her a nice dinner on her birthday. She makes me one on mine. It works. That's that's great. Muscles. Yeah. I, I don't have a birthday mm. restaurant. I have a birthday meal. I get muscles. Yes. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was like a I could eat a plate now, breath. Seriously. That's a birthday breath right there. You know, yeah. It's a real birthday meal too. That's not easy to do. No, man. They're delicious. Yeah, that's They're awesome. Delicious. Um, coming up on the weekly three, a little bit later on, we've got current events to touch on. Uh, we're recording this the day of the Trump acquittal, so we got to hit that again. Super Bowl. Some guy, some guy fell asleep. Uh, I got a new job, so we'll talk a bit about that. And <laughs> I want to save the end. It's, it's brilliant. It's all Chris's. It's great. Okay. Uh, you put up this or that on our Facebook page. I did put up and this I, or that. I like this one. I feel like in in the past, a lot of the times I've used this or that, not so much as a way to get our listeners to interact with it, but more so to get like the answer out of you. Can you hear my skittles on the microphone? That's fine. I'm sorry. Wild sound is what they call that in the radio business. Tasting the rainbow. (laughs) I'm sorry, I I interrupted. So um, I don't need you to answer this question. I don't think because being um, uh, a morning radio. Um, host, I, f- I would say, used to be, but, you know, I would say it's safe to say that you're a morning person. Is that correct? Not if I didn't have to be. Oh. No, I'd probably go, I'd, I don't know. Like, I, 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 I've been both, that's for damn sure. I mean, yeah, when I first got into the radio thing, I went from overnight guy, or rather, sorry, evening guy to morning guy. So instead of going to bed at, like, four in the morning, I was getting up at four in the morning. That was pretty freaky. But, um, yeah, if I could pick between the two, um, yeah, I'm early bird. Used to be night owl. So, I would say the exact same thing. I'm definitely an early bird now. I used to be a night owl, and now I go to sleep like, like, I'm like, my eyes are heavy at 10 p.m. now, which is embarrassing, but also... It's what's really funny, and and I don't know if it's funny. I, I think it's one of those things I gotta laugh or I'll cry situations. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember I always used to bust my dad's balls for going to sleep early and waking up like oh, obnoxiously I, I early. See it coming. I see what's coming here. And I don't know if it was like a, a speci- there was a specific time in my life where I became my dad dad it or, happens to every guy dude or it was like a slow transition no but i'm in it now yeah and oh, it started you've got, you've got the symptoms it start it started with there's me there's a whole coronavirus thing going on here man <laughs> you've got this you've got the syndrome and it it started got, with me it, like you've got mdis and my dad syndrome it's 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 um it's a creeper yeah Oh no! The symptoms don't come on suddenly; they kind of overtake you over time. Right. What else? But is before happening? you know it, well, no, like what time did Dad go to sleep? He used to go to sleep at like nine thirty. Nine thirty. So I How guess that's what my time? future is. How old was he? At the like fifties. Fifties. You know what I mean? Oh, Fifty-two, fifty-three or so. Around my age is what yeah, you're exactly. trying to tell me. I'm old enough so, to be dad. I get it. <laughs> nice little hint there, you well, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, yeah, no, it started with me wearing, like, track pants outside. I never used to do that. Now I do that. And it's okay. like, you know, I think the next step is, like, sleeveless shirts and carrying a, 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 a coffee mug full of beer. I think that's that's the next step. Track pants is a definite syndrome. Mm. I See, now I'm almost 50, but my dad in his 50s, he went through this thing. And I shit you not, his regular outfit to go out. It was great. He had a pair of, of uh, brown leather brogues. Like, um, well, uh, yeah, I've got a pair, right? Like, I'm wearing to work. Okay, so he has the brown leather brogues that he would wear with, like, his dockers and shit on, on work days, right? But he would show up in public. Didn't matter where he was going. He'd have the brown brogues on and gray sweatpants and a short sleeve button-up collared shirt on. And he looked like a hobo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were bad track bands. They left nothing to the imagination at all. They were horrible track bands. Oh, oh and Argyle socks. 
That completed the ensemble. And this went on for several years. My dad's back looking normal, but I don't know what happened. He got sidetracked there, and he looked like shit. <laughs> That's another symptom. Are you starting? No, you don't look like shit. No, but I've definitely been, like, I have a jacket now that I feel like my dad would have worn. Oh, no. You know? You got one of them, too. It's just getting there, man. It's getting there. So that's terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, don't look at me. It's terrifying. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Holy Christ, you're killing me here. Mm. So um, we'll talk about that later when I when I get into the new career. Because <laughs> I'm turning 50 this year and I got a new job. So, we'll get, yeah, we'll get to that. 36% said they're morning people and 64% said they're night owls. Night owls. So thanks a lot for participating in that. We really appreciate it. I'm not going to out any of the early birds, but I do notice that there's a little bit of a trend there. Um, with what? Age? Age. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it's a dad thing or it's just that you start getting older and all of a sudden uh, you become an early bird. But, like, it doesn't, like... You do all kinds of stuff as you get older, dude. But, like, also, like, it's it's really funny because... Wait till you piss in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah, no, that's that's... Yeah, that's, you got that one yet? No, not quite. Okay, I got that one too. Not Sucks. Mm. And it, it, that, there's there's another one. Oh, what's he doing up? Jesus, it's four in the morning. Hallways on. He still stinks of gin. So good. Got to take the nighttime pee. <laughs> good times. Good times. Hey, all right. Uh, so today, I hear on the way home, I picked up my wife, and uh, Trump is acquitted. He gets off. Uh, you, you, you didn't see this coming? Like, it was a foregone conclusion. We knew this was going to happen, and yet still people are freaking. Freaking. Why? Whoa. That's, that's, a good, that's a good question. I think people are... By the way, when we time, just I'm going to out him right now, okay? If you're listening along, Chris said he didn't want to talk about this at first because he has a very nihilistic view about it, right? That's... Probably the most. Well, don't be afraid. Be nihilistic. Go ahead. I'm not. I'm not af- like. I'm not afraid of my opinion. I just don't want to bum. I just don't want to bum people. Don't bum out. Myself. Go ahead. Well, I think that people. Well, you think you're alone in the feeling of being bummed out that Trump continues to get away with bullshit? You're not alone. Well, no. It's just. It's. I. I think that people are outraged about it because they're still hopeful. That's the issue. Not really. Oh really? That's 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 the nihilism. So it's like it's not like I think I think people are outraged now still to this day because the people that are outraged still are holding out hope that you know we'll all wake up one day and it'll all be over and everything will be back to normal right. again. Right, right. And I don't know if it was necessarily this. I mean, this only happened. I think it was at four p.m. We're recording at eight right now, so four hours ago. So it hasn't been that much time for me to kind of digest what happened. And so I don't. I can't necessarily say that this is the reason why I feel this way. But I just, I just think that this is the end of America. Like, and I truly, like, I truly believe it. Like, I, I don't see. Like, I think that now, let's say, for example, fast forward. Now, everyone's now that this is over, everyone's looking at the election and everyone's saying that. Um, okay, so now we just have to vote him out. Mm. That's the next um, um, benchmark. Uh, or at least the next thing to look forward to. But the way I'm seeing it, I mean, sh- from a short-term perspective, you know, let's say there's, I, I don't think, I think whether Trump wins the election or loses the election, I don't think he's going to leave the office. Like, I, I think that I think that if he were to win the election, obviously he's going to stay in office. If he were to lose the election, I think especially given um, what's happened um, recently and, and how he's acted in the face of, um, uh, just the democratic process in general. Mm-hmm. I think he's just going to call it a, a a rigged election and tie it up so much so that it, he's just going to stay in office indefinitely. I don't think so. Yeah. No. I like. Okay. Here's my here's my take on that. What what you just said. Uh, go talk to Germany. <laughs> go talk to Germany. You know what I mean? Germans are fine people. Fine, fine people. And I'm not going down the Nazi path or anything. But Germans, I know lots of people of German descent, German ancestry and everything else. My wife is hugely German. 
So this has nothing to do with that. But Germany has a really dark chapter where Germans now, today's German youth, who never lived through it, never knew it, and I mean there's a whole generation of Germans who have no direct link. Their grandparents are dead. They don't have a direct link to anything that happened during World War II, II during the Nazis, right? Look at Germany now. Would you ever guess in a million years that that happened? Mm. And ask a German that. And they'll look back and go, holy Christ, I can't believe that happened to my country. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's my take on this whole situation. So, but it, it'll change. This this won't go on forever. This is, this is where I start to become a buzzkill. And is the differences of uh, between this situation now in Germany. There's countless differences, obviously. Um, who's standing in opposition to Trump in America? No one. The Democrats. They no. They, no. So 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 the only so the only the only way out of Trump essentially would be what like like civil unrest. Like I just don't. I don't see an election. Go out and vote. I just. I, so okay. So like I mean, it obviously remains to be seen, and and there's there's plenty to, but Trump is actively on. He not only is he actively pursued rigging the election, mm-hmm. which was proven by the Democrats, but. He's gotten away with it, right? So, so if he, so now the Democrats, in order to win, mm. they not only have to beat Trump the candidate, but they have to de- defeat Trump the cheating candidate, right? Right. Right. I don't right. see that as a possibility. Like, I don't see how I don't see an outcome where he loses, and the only outcome I see where he loses because it's a rigged system is the. And when he does lose, he'll project that rigged system onto the election itself mm. and maintain power. Like, he's got a vested interest to stay in power because when he gets out of office, well, he's going what, to be okay, thrown so in jail. Okay, so unless there is a change in law, there's uh, even if he gets reelected, it, this, this this will pass. Well, that's... Baseball okay, so, had a, stero- a steroid error yeah. with all kinds of cheaters and dirty shit going on, and eventually people got sick and tired of it, of the cheating and the scamming and the bullshit and the corruption. Same thing you're seeing in American politics right now, and mm-hmm. said enough's enough, and they ban steroids. But the, this, this, I, 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 this is me being the optimist that people will see this for what it is. And right now, it, it, Trump, I, I'll tell you something. You're living in the time of a, an historic presidency. It, it really is. And maybe here's a way to turn, turn, turn it around and. I mean, you're living during an historic time. This this isn't the, the presidency of, of whoever the 14th president was. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is big stuff. And, and the optimist in me says, like a lot of other things that have happened in American history and the history of other empires, that they just they go through their ups and downs and, and their upheavals and everything else. I don't think this is the end of America. I really don't. I don't think yet. I think it'll happen. All empires fall. They do. Mm-hmm. All empires fall. The Greeks, the Romans, the Egyptians, the British, they all eventually have to give up the throne. And that'll happen. But I don't think this whole Trump thing. I think it'll blow over and, and people will look back and go, all right, listen, we have to change the system. Because this guy proved that you can, you can really manipulate shit in order to get it done politically. And everybody's playing on a Trump playing field right now. The guy is, I hate to say this, a stable genius in the fact that he has forced his foes into playing his game by his rules. Nancy Pelosi behind him last night rips up his speech and they don't shake hands and everything. That's, that's, she's, he's baiting them and he's doing it well. Yeah. He's doing it well. Yeah. But uh, I guess what I'm trying to say, Chris, is I, I think the sort of arena, the political arena or the landscape, I don't think this lasts forever. I really don't. Yeah. I, I hope you're right. I just, this, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want to bum too many people out, but like, I you're just don't see, me out, I just don't see, I don't see, not, not to just keep beating this over the head, but like, right. this is a new point. I don't see any, even allied countries in a position to oppose 
Trump should he decide to continue this this autocratic the 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 Brits are in shambles, the Russians are a dictatorship, the Chinese are a dictatorship, the the Australians are in shambles, and they're also in a nationalist. Um, uh, it's all nationalism across the board. All of whom the ones that are the most powerful are in Trump's wing. You know who's in his way? Turks and Caicos, man. Don't fuck with Turks and Caicos. <laughs> Don't do it. Turks so we'll and Caicos, yeah, fuck we'll you up. Super Bowl was the uh, other thing that happened this past yeah. week. Yeah. Did you watch the game? I did. I, I actually, for the first time in a number of years, was really excited to watch this game. I think I don't know if we went that far on the last episode or before, but, um, you know, it, it was two relatively new contenders. Um, I mean, obviously, San Fran has been in the mix uh, a couple of years ago, right? Um, 2012, 2013. Yeah, so not not too recently, but recently enough. Um, it went from 4-12 and 12 to the Super Bowl. That's pretty wild. It is. That's pretty wild. And uh, Patrick Mahomes is, without a doubt, the best quarterback in the game. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't say that, but I, I like I don't right know now. We're not football. talking greatest of all time. Yeah, oh, no. no, he is. I know football. I watch yeah. it. Reli- I watch it like religion. And Mahomes, and I'm not a Chiefs fan, but he's he's the best quarterback in the game right now. I can like I mean I I can't say that he's the most entertaining quarterback I've watched uh, in a really long time. Oh, he is. He's super. It, it, the guy is. He's phenomenal to watch. He does shit that nobody has ever done before, and nobody right now can. He's he's something else. So the NFL has like a lot of really good young quarterbacks, but the halftime show, mm-hmm. while the game was a thrill, that halftime show. I haven't read any of the reviews. I've heard the reviews were bad. It was bad. So okay, so you didn't like it. It was bad. It was bad. What didn't you like about it? It was bad. <laughs> I'm just gonna sit here and and make noises like the curmudgeonly man I was sitting on that sectional sofa right here at Castle McVie, just going, "This is bad." <laughs> so did so did you hate it because you didn't think that um, your TV should be overtaken by a uh, in a in a puritanical way that you you believe that that it was, it was I too sat here and I wondered to myself again as I'm turning fifty I'm thinking okay I understand I'm turning fifty and I am too old to get down to the Shakira thing right like it just it's not it's not my thing and Jennifer Lopez is by no means a young lady right but that the whole the whole show sort of thing just it ain't, it ain't my thing so i quickly determined that no it's not it's got nothing to do i'm not i'm not being a grumpy old man not liking this i loved Katy Perry a few years ago i thought she put on a great show man that was that was awesome so it's got nothing to do with that. It has to do everything with the fact that it just fucking sucked. <laughs> it was terrible. Come on, it was a bad. It was a. It was a really amateurish, high school, musical dance thing, with obviously lip synced vocals and. Uh, Horrible patriotic references with American flags, and at some point Jennifer Lopez playing guitar. Mm, Shakira and had Shakira the guitar, on the yeah. uh, oh, and yeah. on the drums yeah, too, yeah, 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 and which the drums. looked just so staged and so for it was fucking terrible. Yeah, that I'm was sorry, it was bad. That was that one was a little heavy-handed for sure. When it they have the close-up and then they do the fast. Yeah, and I'm sorry, but Janet Jackson's nipple was just jumping out of its bra as she was watching that because holy shit, that was a strip tee. There was a stripper pole in the friggin' thing, like it was over the top. And I'm sitting watching, going, how much did that nipple cost? And that wasn't that long ago, man. That was 2005, six. That's only about 15 years ago. I just. Don't see so I I actually okay so so I got into a little bit of a flack so the people that I was watching it with, um I was at a Super Bowl uh, party at my at a friend's house, um and they all loved it, um and I didn't, I didn't hate it, 
necessarily, mm. but I just like I just don't see either Shakira or J Lo as relevant in any way whatsoever. And it's like I'm not gonna sit here like like. Oh come on, they're in Miami. It's the Latino thing. I I get that, but like Jennifer Lopez is from New York. And Shakiro's <laughs> from Colombia, I think. I think so, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, great. You have Spanish people in Miami. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of people. You know what I mean? There's a lot of no, different ways you could take it. Watching the Super Bowl or in Spanish. I, I get it. Yeah, no, but well, no, I don't. I, it's not even about the Spanish they try thing. They and theme it out for the city somewhat, don't they? I mean, when they did it in New Orleans, they had Dr. John and yeah, shit like that. Well, I don't know. No, and and I just don't like. I I just don't think that even. Shakira or J-Lo were really at this point in their career up to the task like I, I think a lot of a lot of if you if you were to roll back kind of the, so the video of done? it no, that's a great qu- that's a great question right um in Miami I mean get some hip-hop out there yeah, I guess so you know what I mean like that's sure. that's literally all that everybody's listening to like even even I don't know I I understand that like NFL fans are predominantly like white maybe no, but like everybody not. loves hip-hop like get somebody relevant you get Migos out there or something like I, I don't understand why you couldn't just get like like somebody that's that's currently tearing up the charts right now do you know what I mean Shakira isn't I don't pay attention I don't know I like have all of the songs that they were singing or from like the nineties, you know what I mean, or like two thousands era, like this. Right? Yeah, like it's just. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, me, it's just, right? it's not, it's just, it's not. It didn't do anything for me. And by honestly, the way, this, this should tell you, it, it, as far as I go, I don't even know the songs they're singing. Yeah. I just thought it was a terrible presentation. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Apparently, Jay Z produced that. Of course he did. He produces everything. Mm. I mean, the guy shits dollar bills. Pretty wild. Yeah. That'd be nice to to have that in the back Wouldn't pocket. It? To just Wouldn't shit dollar bills. Wouldn't it? Damn. Let's go out for dinner, honey. Hang on. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, some guy passed out. There. Did you Did you say that? Yeah. There's a There's a picture going around of a guy. Um, average ticket costs are sixteen hundred dollars, I think, to be Something in the like building, that, yeah. and probably a little First bit higher. Super Bowl average ticket price was fifteen bucks. Did you see that graph? That's crazy. Oh wow. So there, there was a viral video, a video, a, a picture going around. Everyone's pretty much on their feet, and there's some guy s- just completely passed out in the stands, and he's taking a lot of flack. It's like, how are you going to spend sixteen hundred dollars at a game and pass out? Um, like, I don't know. I don't like me. Like it's 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 tough to get a picture get caught in that situation because it's kind of unfair like i mean you can't help it if you're gonna pass out like he must have been really tired or possibly very 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 drunk that or he's a prick that or he's a prick that or he had a big fight with his buddy and he owed the guy 1600 bucks and somehow his 1600 dollar investment landed him on national television and maybe that guy was at home going motherfucker guy spent the 1600 he owes me on that and to boot, he's sleeping. I mean, come on. That would be a really what good What better way to show you're a filthy rich asshole <laughs> than to fall asleep at the Super Bowl? There's no poor people falling asleep at the Super Bowl. Hell no. You, no, you, can, you, no, can, you can bank no, that one. Hell no. Have you ever um, have you ever fallen asleep at like a sporting event or no. a concert or anything no. like that? Never. Never. Have you ever like fallen asleep in like an awkward situation? Like maybe you're at a party or something, yes. and you yeah. you know gets you into a little bit of trouble. No, I was a, a hotel employee. Mm. Oh, I decided I was a porter. I I had to clean up this room, and I thought the group it was a what they call the hospitality suite. It's the bigger room where the you know business conferences people go for a couple mm. of drinks. You know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought they had uh, torn down the like they had all left, and they hadn't. The guy had come back for some stuff into the room, and I had been nodded off for a good 20 minutes or so mm. like in this guy's bed <laughs> yeah he i woke up to him poking me in the shoulder well with who are you <laughs> hopefully with his finger <laughs> yeah <laughs> sleep on my bed will you <laughs> it's like oh i thought you weren't due here for another two hours hey you <laughs> why are you poking oh my god <laughs> that's cool um, the only time I ever passed out, like, I'm not, 
I have a hard time falling asleep in weird environments, but I did pass out. Uh, I did make the mistake one time of passing out uh, in in the heat of a college party at Brock University. Uh, and it <laughs> takes some doing, dude. It, yeah, yeah. And I woke up um, with no eyebrows. No, I, I woke up feeling a little rough, and 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 yeah. And I, I managed to s- kind of sit there and get my bearings for like an hour or so, watching a little bit of TV, <laughs> just chatting <laughs> with people or whatever. <laughs> it takes you an hour to get your bearings. Well, no, it was a bad you one. Really, you were missing your bearings. Yeah, dude. so so, so <laughs> I'm like, are not rolling for you. So I so eventually, like, I got off my ass. I'm like, all right, I gotta go to the bathroom. Like, I think I'm gonna be sick. I go to the bathroom. Mm. Mm. Puke a little bit in the toilet. Okay. You know what I mean, as college kids are wont to do. And mm. I, go, I go to the, uh, I go to the the sink and I start like you know like trying to snap myself out of it. And then I look up into the mirror and I've got dicks all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple. Is there? <laughs> and it and it and the, the no idea in the back of my mind. I'm like, please let there be a dick on the and the and, and the the best part <laughs> in retrospect was everybody just pretending that I didn't have dicks on my face for the whole morning until I discovered myself. <laughs> did you did you make it out in public or no? No, oh, no, no, bummer. no. Thankfully, because oh, there's no there's no way that they would have told me. <laughs> there's no way, that, and I don't fault them for that. I never, I was oh. never, I was never mad at them. Yeah. Um, because that's what happens. I've done that to people before too. Yeah, have you really? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I was probably long overdue <laughs> to get burned by that. So it's one of my, you know, like. When, when uh, I, I mean, maybe twice a year, but every once in a while, I'll have nothing to do and suddenly find myself looking at pictures of passed out people whose friends have just destroyed them and giggling to myself, just like I did uh, just now. <laughs> I just find that the funniest one, thing. One of the funniest things I've ever personally seen, um, uh, somebody passing out, was somebody put, they drew a dick, but like they drew it on the guy's neck on the back underneath just underneath his ha- hairline but just above like his collar yeah. so there's literally no way you would see it <laughs> so like he woke up and like went about his day with like a dick drawn on his neck <laughs> and he never he never saw it until somebody like would point it out to uh, him hey, or dude, whatever dude there's a uh, uh, dick on your neck so <laughs> what? what excuse me i got a dick what? on your neck it's right, it's right there there's a dick on your neck <laughs> Um, it definitely um, would suck if he um, didn't see the dick drawn on his neck and he had to, like, go into work or something, you know? Oh, God, yeah. Like, it'd be brutal. Yeah. Listen, Bob, I've been meaning to talk to you about uh, the amount of paper you're using in the copier <laughs> and about that giant phallus on your neck. <laughs> um I have a new job. Mm. Yeah. You T- touched on that a little bit last episode, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm working for this AV company in, in uh, Burlington. Uh, and it's funny because, I mean, I had a, a two-decade-long career at one thing, right? I did radio for 20 years. And it's weird because you um, once you've been doing something for so long, it, it, you know, a lot of it you do just sort of on autopilot, right? And the skill set that you need to do radio, I mean, from a technical standpoint, is nothing big. Operate the Internet and open your mouth like this. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, there's a few buttons and knobs to turn, but there's really doing live radio. It's more of a, it's more of a, a mental thing, right? But once you've done it for a while, like anything, you, you get comfortable doing it. And you don't really broaden your horizons because the thing that's paying the bills is, is what you know. You don't need to know anything else. Or so I thought. And then my career went, right? And uh, so I've embarked on a new career. And holy crap, it, it is something else, man. Like, it, it's kind of overwhelming just in what I don't know. And it's, I'm lucky because the people I'm working for are, are you know... Sort of an on-the-job training sort of thing. They're very understanding. They're very supportive. So, and, I, and I'm lucky. I mean, because, like, I lost that career 
and it was 20 years and it was a lot of fun and it was lucrative and it was great and and i i had an absolute blast right and when when that went i thought okay shit you only get one crack at something like that and now i got this thing and i'm going wow like i'm i'm a lucky son of a bitch because i got I, I have a chance to sort of you know um i'll get all drake and shit on this it started from the bottom now i'm here Sort of thing where you know I'm I'm uh, in a in a new company and who knows where it goes but I'm loving it I'm having a blast with it but there's so much stuff I don't know and it's a lot of stuff that probably a lot of the people that you work with take for granted in knowing like they just assume that everybody before you knows got here it. I was I'm watching YouTube on a tutorial on Microsoft Outlook mm. do you know what I'm saying yeah, like, there's a lot of things where okay on radio email corresponding with listeners back and forth and my boss. You know, pretty much. Like, what do you need? When's that need to be done and everything else? But never having to use the taskbar and the calendars and merging this and that. And there's just, there's so much I don't know. And, I mean, you know, that that could be kind of freaky-deaky for some people. But, I don't know. It's, it's, if you just kind of sort of take it in stride. Maybe it's just because I'm lucky enough that... I'm in a place where, you know, they, uh, that I got a lot, of, a lot to learn in terms of the technical side of things. But, man, I got a lot to learn. Anytime you start a it's new... It's a whole new skill set doing this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's more administrative, clerical, desk job that is completely foreign to me. Anytime you start a new job, it gets... It's, it's just so much to take in. Like, there's just so much to learn that you almost don't even know where to focus your energy because there's just, like, every time you feel like you get a grasp on one thing, something else pops up that yeah, you have nothing no, to know Yeah, it's true. About. It doesn't matter what the job is either, right? Yeah, yeah, and then you add that to, like, all of the people that you're meeting and, and trying to get them to like you or whatever and, mm. like, trying to figure out, like... Then you add, like, the layer of, like, the office dynamics and, like, the the... The, the the who should I not trust to tell information to and who can't the, oh there's so you know <laughs> yeah what I mean? yeah no there's yeah there's so all that many too layers. there's the office dynamics and all that sort of yeah, stuff man. right and you know that's something I hadn't really thought about too I mean the people I I'm working with so far seem nice enough but there's a bigger network out there and you know you when you're the new guy nobody starts sharing that shit with you no. that's what, you know you've been there for a while is when you start getting the dirt. Yeah. Right? right. Yeah. So I'm not getting the dirt. So. so wait. So I think that's a good benchmark, though. Like maybe one day you're just walking there, walking around doing your bit, your business, and mm. and you're sitting there, and somebody comes up to you and says, "Hey, you know, you know that guy over there. I saw him scratch his butt <laughs> under the underwear." <laughs> That's when you know you've made it. That's, that's when I made Okay, duly noted. <laughs> underwear, bare butt, underwear. He went right in there. Understood. <laughs> no, Don't shake his hand. We're not talking like a... No, he, got, he went deep, dude. He went deep. I think he went, I think he went knuckle deep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know. Okay. I'm in the club. I'll be just fine. It's, it's, it first, you, first, first you get the benefits. Right. After the probationary period. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, you get the butthole stories. And you know... <laughs> is, is, that, is that the old saying, Chris? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I read First it in... the benefits, um, then you get the butthole. I, I read it in, like, one of those... Um, I, I don't know I don't know if it was Kevin O'Leary's business book or what, but it was when... No, I'm, I'm just fucking around. It's a great slogan for a proctologist. <laughs> yeah, for First sure. you get your benefits, <laughs> then you get the butthole. <laughs> Right, <laughs> um, but it, it, here's the the one thing though that is happening to me a lot in the wake of the new job and everything else in a new career after 20 years and blah 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 all that shit I just talked about right, um, but a lot of people are throwing in the well you are turning 50 you know mm. and I don't get that. Well, what does that mean? Like what? In what? Like what does that mean? Like you are turning your 50, you know, like. Meaning, meaning that you know, oh, it's it's everybody. What I guess what I'm trying to say is everybody takes these birthdays and end in zeros, and if something special happens there, it's because your upcoming birthday ends in a zero. You know what I mean? Like when you turn thirty, did people not start doing that, or didn't she say, "Oh, well, you're thirty now"? I know. And there's, you know, there's these expectations. As if you're supposed to be a different person or something. As, as if you're supposed to be evolving and everything. And, and listen, like, I am evolving as a person, but we're always evolving, man. And and my take on this is, it, like every other human being, all of us have significant events that happen on birthdays or near birthdays or 
at ages that end in the numbers zero through nine. I know. Let's be honest with ourselves. Nobody nobody gives a shit. This has happened to me at 43. But the fact that I'm going to be turning 50, uh, you know, it's a, oh, wow. Imagine that's happening around your 50th birthday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't piss me off or anything. But I've never understood the significance that people put next to zeros. Yeah, I, I think I think it's good to use certain things like like certain milestones. Um, you mean sort milestones of thing? to like personally like to like reflect on where you are sure. and where you and stuff like that. Like I mean that's inevitable. yeah okay. Right, but that yeah, being yeah. said, that being said, I do think that people put way too much stake in what that really means. Like it's a good opportunity, definitely, <laughs> kind of like look back and look forward and kind of take a see like you know analyze yeah. like where that is yeah. but i also think like you it's very easy to go down that slippery slope of oh well i'm this age i should be here and i'm not here so i should feel like shit you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah to have the inclination to do that to measure yourself again because the number ends in a zero yeah and that's what it, oh, that's I'm really supposed to have this much accomplished in my life or oh this mm-hmm. is supposed to happen to me now but i don't think i really don't think it works that way it ne- and the 50 thing i mean the 50 thing I, there, there, there's yeah sure there's something about fifty, but listen, like the human mind is so limited in its understanding of time. Fifty years is, it, it you know what I mean? It, it is a millionth of a trillionth of a blink of an eye. Yeah. And, and cosmically speaking, sure. but for some reason we seem to think that fifty years is a hell of a long time. Yeah. It ain't. it ain't. No. You no. know what I mean? And I, I and and it's you know it's good that it feels that way. I think because if it felt like. Oh God! When is this thing gonna be over? <laughs> that's the, that's the <laughs> you know what I mean. Like that's the that's the alternative. It's like if, sure. you, if you felt like oh I I can't believe it. That means you know you don't feel that age, which I think is the the real yeah whatever. Do you, know what I mean? like, uh, you know my aunt said on her fiftieth birthday, and my aunt's like in her mid seventies now. So this is going back a ways, and I, I'm in my you know mid twenties or somewhere around there. But at her fiftieth birthday, she said uh, uh, the thing about turning fifty is that you realize that. You can pretty much guarantee that there's more behind you than there is in front. And that at the time struck me as very profound. Yeah. Probably more so then than it does now, strangely. Which is funny. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird, isn't it? Uh, it's not weird. It's just it's just interesting. It's yeah. cool. I, I, I mean, it doesn't feel like that long. It honestly doesn't. No. Yeah. But I was drunk for 20% of it. So, really, I'm for <laughs> I forget 10 in dr- years. In, so drunk, in drunk years. I, I'm turning 40 soon. That's there awesome. You, I'll go with that. My liver's turning 80, but I am turning 40. Thank you, blackouts. Um, so, yeah, that's... Uh, that's cool. I mean... Yeah, I'm getting all deep and stuff. No, I love that. Chris, um, however, <laughs> has a question that made it into his notebook twice. Yeah, so and I, that's all I'm going to say about this because I just I've been killing myself every time he brings this up. I think it's funny. Go. So I I have I I try to write down ideas for things that we talk about on the podcast, and this idea made it into the notebook twice. It's a two notebooker, by the way. And I shared it on the on the Facebook page already. Um. But you were getting a little bit deep, and it's time for me to get a little bit philosophical <laughs> as well. <laughs> I, well, I'm actually poetic about <laughs> cosmic years and 50, 50, blah, blah, blah. Chris is wondering. I believe <laughs> that there are two different types of people in the world. Yeah. Yeah. There's not men or women or old people or young people or... or, or um, Get to it. Rich people and poor people. I think types. there are two types of people in the world. There are people who have shit their pants, and then there's liars. <laughs> and I'm not a liar. Mm-hmm. So I'm here to tell a story about the time. You shit your pants. The time, a time that I shit my pants because it has. Oh, you're going deep. But anyways, (laughs) going deep. Yeah, I'm not going to go through all of the stories. What do you have a book? Let's just leave that. What chapter is this in the Christian tour? Number two. Okay. Okay. Uh, Beautiful. (laughs) So this this takes me back into high school when I think. I think you can get a pass when you're when you shit your pants past a certain age. Um, you no, definitely no, not when you're no, seventeen. No, no. 
Yeah, there's a window. Yeah, there's a window. There's a, pad, there's a minimum. Like, you know, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, no, that's true, too. There's yeah. like shit bookends, man. Yeah, yeah, like that's from, fair. You know, from 0 to 4, you're good. And then the last few years, this is one of the beauties of getting old, is if you reach a certain age, it's like, well, I'm old. Yes. I just don't feel like going to the toilet right now. <laughs> so You weren't in that window. No, I was in an entirely different window, and this is a window filled with shame. And I was, I believe, 17, 16 or 17 years old. And at this point, I was going, I was in high school in Mississauga. Uh, and I, I walked home. So I would have to walk home. It would probably be, I would say, a 25-ish minute walk. So not that far, but far enough um, that it was eventful in this particular case. So I remember school lets out at 4.30, and I remember, like, you know, getting ready to walk home and I felt a little bit of a rumble in my stomach and thinking oh man I kind of got to go to the bathroom and then at this point in my at this point in my life I I wasn't confident enough to go at school cuz I felt like you know I mean I could go You're take a home game. Of, I'm a home gamer me too not so much anymore but I used to be definitely very self-conscious about that hmm so I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. Me too, I'll, man. I'll be able to make it home. And it when you're pooping, you're vulnerable. Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Think about it, folks. If you go into the woods, does a grizzly look more menacing standing on its hind legs or taking a shit? Mm. Test that out next time you're a grizzly hunting. <laughs> <laughs> He's so vulnerable, you can poke him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So I right, leave. Back to your harrowing poop tail. I leave school. And I decided to I, I decided to roll the dice, hmm. and roll the dice. yeah, and then Evelyn, it went. Why would you roll the dice, Chris? There's no dice. I know there is no dice. There's no dice. Don't roll the dice, Chris. So I'm walking home. Roll the dice. I'm probably about ten <laughs> minutes away from school, but about fifteen to twenty minutes ish still away from home. And you rolled craps. And it gets. <laughs> and it got. <laughs> you had a high school dropout. <laughs> okay, where were you? Where were you? <laughs> I was. So I was. I was on this. Like I was literally on. The, well, at this point, this isn't yet. I, I made a valiant effort to make it home. So this is a long this this it felt like an eternity. It felt like fifty years. So I I was walking down the street, main intersection, like a pretty large street, and that's when it got real. When I really felt like, okay, this is shit is up. on. Like this is this is like, you know, what I'd imagine like Jesus felt like <laughs> when he was carrying the cross. No, no. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> you did not feel like that. I have to, I have to stop you there. You didn't feel like that. What? <laughs> I fell once. If you did, I have not experienced the need that bad. But so I, so I was. Wa- <laughs> so okay, so you're on the road to Arimathea. What I'm, happens I'm, next? I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm this is the point where, like, I'm not quite duck walking yet, <laughs> yep. but I'm I'm at the point where I'm slowly releasing gas to the to oh, hopefully to ho- hopefully no. ease it, and then it gets to a point where it's like, oh no, this is you know one more quick move, and you can't do it. So I like honestly, Would I walk for stop? another I walk for another ten minutes, <laughs> right? I walk for another ten minutes, and I'm like dying, and I literally I made it. Eventually, onto my street, <laughs> probably six minutes, maybe five minutes, yeah, ish yeah, from my yeah, house yeah, itself, yeah, 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 right? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and I couldn't hold it anymore. Okay, so, so I, I had to let, I had to let it go. You just had to let it. go. I had to let. Uh, I let. I didn't let. I, it wasn't. It wasn't a full-on diaper. Like oh, I didn't. I, it wasn't like I didn't like completely release everything. The hounds. The hounds. The hounds. <laughs> But this is where enough. This is, enough. I don't enough. even know. Then how long you're moving? 
Uh, or did you stand still like one of those sta- kids? I, I stood still. Like one of those kids at the beach that's staring off into the distance? Kid, I know you're pissing in the, in the water. I stood still. Really? A little bit of poop came out. And I continued walking. Oh, each step is a risk. Each step is a risk. I continued walking. And I don't even know if I can say this. This is so fucking embarrassing, but I'm already here. You're there. We're already here. As I'm walking, I swear to fucking God, and this is not going to be doing me any favors, but it's a funny fucking story. Fucking, uh, it was like, I guess, I don't know if I was eating like a lot of fiber at that time. It was like a fiber-rich diet. This is bad. It. I was wearing khakis, and it came out. Oh. <laughs> that was. It came. It came. Wait, hold wait, on. Wait, wait, wait. I just want you to know. Yeah. That is the noise that one of the three last people listening to this just made when you said that. But please, please proceed. <laughs> Please go on. All I remember (laughs) is it... it, Any story, I'm going to tell you right now, any story where the words, all I remember, come out, does not end well. (laughs) Nobody remembers a good thing. Okay. All I remember is looking down as I'm walking, rushing. I'm like, all right, I already, I, 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 I was concerned. You know what I mean? I already let a little bit go. On the walk home, I'm like, all right, I think I've released enough pressure to, like, make it the full way, the rest of the way home. And as I'm walking, all I see drop out from <laughs> from my pant leg is exactly what you would think. Chris, and I continue horrible. And I continue walking. And I made it home. And I've never told that story before, mm. so I'm glad that I I'm glad that I took the opportunity to tell it to everybody that I know. Was your mom behind it? Did she pick it up with a paper towel or a bag? <laughs> Probably should have. This is my son. Yeah. Wow, that's a harrowing tale. It was bad. It was really bad. It takes a lot to admit. I know it does, but I'm not a liar. And I think everybody. And this is the thing. This is why I share stories like this. Is I because I believe everybody has a story like that. Yeah. And nobody's. Yeah. Nobody's willing to tell those stories, and I don't know. I think it's I think it's hilarious. You know, I, it's not that I'm not willing to tell that story. I am not a liar. Mm-hmm. I have pooped my pants. But for me to tell my story right now is not a possibility. See, because me telling my story now at this point would be like, you know, like sharing war stories in the bedroom with Gene Simmons. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You mean your story's so much worse than mine? No, that... it is so much not worse oh, than yours. Okay. I mean, you just, you you are the Gene Simmons of poop pen. Oh, pen, pen pooping. That's horrible. Yeah, that was... Um... And you're convinced that everybody... I so do, do you, believe do, so, do, yeah. Do you ever... Dude, uh, I, yeah. Okay, but uh, I mean, do you walk down the street saying, shit your pants? I do. Yeah, I genuinely that believe that everybody's that done that. I so so I like to think like one time. Do you ever I was sit down with your doctor and just think to yourself? You're looking at your doctor. You're listening to the diagnosis, and you're not even thinking about what it is because all you're thinking is you shit your pants. Seriously, mm. I think I think it helps me. <laughs> like okay, so it, it it helps me look at just authority in a different way. Like I see a police officer, I'm like, dude, you shit your pants at some point. And and it, it's just like it brings people back down to earth. Mm-hmm. I one time I was working at Rona and I just went to take a leak or something in in, in the stall and somebody had th- th- I saw in the toilet itself some a full pair of pants in the toilet. So I don't know what how to even explain that. Like maybe the guy just had a backup pair of pants. That's a but call guy, for help. But the guy the guy shit That's his pants. That's a call for help. The the guy shit his pants and put his whole pair of pants in the toilet. And I I and from that day on and this is when I was a little bit younger and from this? that day on this is at Rona, like at a fucking hardware store. Wow. And from that day on I just came to the realization that literally everybody's walking around with a, a story that they never tell. Where they shit their pants, like but literally not everybody everyone. is wearing. Not everybody is walking around with a spare pair of pants. No, no. So how'd that guy get out of Rona? That's a great question. That's what I wanted. I mean, I didn't see anybody running around 
you know, like did Tom with Cruise the Daffy have Duck to use situation. the line? Did he come out of the out of the ceiling? What what happened? There? That's a good. That's a really good question. I mean, it didn't look up. I guess it could have been very possible that the guy was like hugging the ceiling at that very moment mm-hmm. and, and trying to figure a way to get out of the out of there. Um, you know, maybe he's got like a friend that he confided in. He's like, "Yo, go home, get me some pants. I'm gonna camp out here." Yeah, never look me in the eye again. This isn't like last week where we invited everybody to tell us about their favorite birthday restaurant. No, it's a bit of a harder sell here to yeah. come out and admit that you're a pant pooper like Chris. I think. <laughs> I think that. I don't know. I think I think there's a lot of things in life that take courage, and I think sharing you your think story sharing of your, shitting your, your pants is, takes a lot of courage. Yeah, especially in a in a in a, um, a situation like this. So I'm I I can't wait. What for about the here. Senate? Like last night, the, the, the State of the Union. Mm. If those senators would just sit around and go, "Hey, Chuck, yeah, might be good." UN. I think so. I think I think that should be um, part of every political platform. Is is it starts with them telling stories about where they where and when and, and how when, they should and how, and how that happened and, and how they don't. And I think the the world would be a better place. That's that's it, man. Um, Chris, that's all I got. Yeah. What are your thoughts on tea? Tea. Tea? I love tea. It's a, a, it's a meaningless fan. moment. Oh, cool! I love I love tea. Um, yeah. I grew up drinking tea uh, as a kid. I remember some of my fondest memories as a kid was hanging out with my, at my uh, cousin's place and drinking tea and watching old movies. Really? Yeah. And ever since, I've just had this like nostalgic connection, specifically with orange pico tea. Every okay. time I have it, and yeah. it's like red rose, like orange pico tea. I'm a Tetley man. Yeah, Tetley's good too. Tetley bold. Just the red rose is one of those things that, like, actually, it tastes the same as I remember it being back when I was like eight, nine mm. years old, and it's one of those things where I, I love it. Um, yeah, and I'm I'm into like David's tea now, like where you go there and spend. Yeah, you a little know, tea joint just down here in Westdale too. Really? Yeah, man. What's yeah. that? I don't know. Cool. I, I, like it, it's, it's somewhere around here. My daughter was telling me about it the other day, and I didn't even know. And I've lived here for five friggin' years. That's funny. But yeah, it's around here somewhere. What about you? You like tea? Love tea. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. Uh, but tea is is one of those things. And the reason I guess where I'm trying to go with this is, do you have anything that you are very very specific about how it is prepared? Because that's me and tea. Yeah, I, I'd say yeah for sure. But what, what's your what's your route? How do you do it? Well, it, and it's it can't have sugar, for starters. Mm. It can have cream. It can be black. But it's more about it, it, it's it's a uh, it's about a timing thing. Yeah, always. I'm a coffee drinker, yeah. right? Like I'll have a coffee anytime, but there's only a certain time for a tea. And then it's got to be right. And I had the I I had a tea before you got here, and I had I tried it in one of these cups because I wanted the big one. That's a giant one. Yeah, yeah. these things are awful, dude. Mm. I went back and I microwaved this thing to heat it back up. And I, I scorched my fingers <laughs> on on the handle when I, when I went to pick it up. But tea, yeah, tea, tea is is is. Uh, is I don't know. A coffee is. I, I don't want to say it's the more sophisticated of the warm drinks, but it's definitely it's more. I can't see drinking tea like I drink coffee. Mm. Tea is more special for some reason. Huh. I get that though. Yeah, I get that. Right. I I think that. Um, Kind of the ritual of tea is always the same, uh, usually. Like, I don't go out and buy tea, so it's a little bit different. But, like, when I have tea, like, I boil the kettle and wait well, a couple of minutes. Your, and, you don't have tea in your cupboard at home? No, I do. But, like, I mean, I don't go out to a, like, coffee shop and buy tea. Like, I'm not going to go to Starbucks and have them make it for me, mm. is what I mean. Like, every time I have tea, usually I make it for myself or, you know, Brie makes it for me or whatever. But it's like, a, there's like a... There's like a ritual to it, and it's like a relaxing thing for me. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I drink tea almost every day, at night. I love it. Yeah, it's I'm a huge fan. Yeah, it stands out. Yeah. Like when you go to Hortons, everybody's getting a coffee, but mm-hmm. somebody gets a tea, and you're, mm. <laughs> you're one of them. You know what I mean? I could never use tea as a replacement for coffee, though. Like I, I would never like I mm. love coffee so much right. that that I could never. Just outright switch to tea and just do that for the rest of my you life. You could though, I guess, right? Like, I mean, hypothetically, what, about half the caffeine or something like that in a regular cup of tea. Not in the stuff that, not in the coffee that I'm like. I make, I like really strong no, coffee. High test. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think it would do the trick. Like, I'd have to drink like a lot of tea. All right. So, you know? what's your tea time? Um, depending on what I'm making, um, mm. like orange pico, like two and a half minutes. 
No, no, no. Two minutes. No, no, no. Like, what's, when do I have it? It's time to have a tea. Oh, uh, nighttime. Like, like it. Like, I'll drink like I like chamomile tea a lot at night. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's always at night, honestly, unless it's, like, the weekend, I'm, like, reading a book or something, like, in the afternoon, Um, but most of the time, it's, like, yeah, I'll just have it at night to wind down at the end of the day, and then go to sleep after. But it's full caffeine. caffeine. Well, no, not that one. Like, I don't don't drink, like, Oh, you don't do the, okay, so, yeah, the chamomile makes you all sleepy. Exactly, and, like, I'll drink, like, that's why I like tea, because I can, you can get a lot of stuff that's not caffeine, doesn't have caffeine in it, Mm -hmm. Um, and, again, talk about, um, you know, coming, becoming an old man, I'm, I'm, Staying away from caffeine after oh, fucking 2 p.m. Oh or else I'm up all night. That too, huh? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's getting there, man. Well, don't worry about it, man. You won't need that anymore because you'll have to piss in the middle of the exactly. night instead. Exactly. Yeah. Hopefully I'll make it to the bathroom. Yeah. 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 What? I said hopefully I make it to the bathroom. Mom. I don't have a very good track record. No, you don't. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> hey, um, uh, something I want to hit on this week. And I, I haven't um, told you. Sure. Anything about this. I, I haven't. This is episode 29. Mm-hmm. Just before you got here, literally 20 seconds before you got here, I said to my wife, did you catch last week? Mm. You were, you must have been right at the bottom of the stairs. My wife says, I have never listened to a single episode. Whoa. Whoa. I know, right? Yeah. I didn't ask her why. I went... Serious? No. Why didn't I know this? Hmm. And that's where the conversation ended. So I'll have to tell you what happened. I'm, I'm, yeah. Yeah. I don't like. Why I mean, do you think she's doing that? I don't know. I think pod. She's down the hall. She probably hears. I think podcasts are a weird thing. Like some people just don't get it and don't do it. It's a very hmm. specific thing. Like I, I mean, maybe don't know how or or just doesn't have the time for it. Or like, does she ever listen to talk radio at all in general? Or no? Yeah. Yeah. So that, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a good. That's a good question. I think. Um. I'm, I mean, I don't know that Bree listens to all the episodes. She definitely listens to them. Um. When I play it back, and and she listens to the the, the odd one when she's driving. Um. Yeah. That's that's uh. Weird. Yeah. Or is it? Which, I no, I don't know if it's weird. I mean, I wouldn't like. I've had people tell me that they've never listened to it before, and it's like, okay, yeah, cool, man. Like, I don't, I don't feel anybody's obligated to listen to it. it takes time, right? Yeah. We put a lot of these out. Sure. Right. It's a long time. Like, and maybe it's that thing, you know. I've got my thing. And she just, you know, lets me. I like that she's too. She's got the guy next door. I don't need to know about him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll head on that uh, a little bit next week. I'm Ben McVie. I'm Chris Brown. And thanks for listening. Yeah. This has been another episode of Black Sheep Radio with Ben McVie and Chris Brown. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to follow, rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.